0: Well, well, well. Here we are. Another week of Shooter in the Stash. Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. How are you doing, Shooter?
1: Shooty Shoots!
0: He's in the house. Doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Good to know. What's the plan this week? Well, the plan is no plan.
1: Yeah, I don't have a plan.
0: The new I, show. Well, the new I format. The new the format is no format.
1: Well, we gotta go by, by our tagline. Okay. We're going Tampa Bay sports first. It's true, but we're going to talk about the other stuff. We're yeah. going to talk about, uh, you know, the the other. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about the Cowboys, well, <laughs> as I was tipped off to right before we started. Well, I mean, maybe um, in comparison, uh, but yeah, let's definitely talk about the. Well,
0: there's lots of national sports news to get to. Yeah,
1: but right now you got the Lightning playing well, well Ish. Yeah. well-ish, well-ish. Uh, you got the Bucks playing. Shitty. Poor. And you got the Rays in the offseason. Uh, thank goodness. So let's start with, you want to go right into football, probably?
0: Um, Where else do we go right now? I mean, we're halfway through the season, 2016. The Bucs are where they are, uh, well behind the pack, and a very weak division. Well, they weren't. They were in good shape. They, right. they could have been in first place if Correct. they beat Atlanta on yeah. Thursday night. Right. And, and it's a two-game swing. That's a two-game swing, that one game. Except they got blown out right. on Thursday. They got handled. And well,
1: their, their best uniform they, of the year. I love that uniform. Listen,
0: I don't even... You, don't, give, you want to talk about the Color Rush? Go ahead, I'll give you some time. You
1: don't like that uniform better than their I don't regular. like Color Rush at all, but oh, go geez. ahead. Geez, go. No, well,
0: no, you, you're a fan, we know.
1: Um. Talk about well, it. We, tell me. We... I actually posted out the picture of James the mustard. in the well. No, it was the all well, orange. Well, creamsicle. I'm sorry, the cream, it wasn't creamsicle. even creamsicle. I had to add it more of a neon color rush type neon, color.
0: Neon, neon.
1: But um, I've also got one in pewter that I'll show you. I'll tweet it out. Oh, the there's, wow! There's a there's a I, pewter version of it. <laughs> so mm, those those I, both I, I, I'm speechless. Why wow, those both look look awesome? But I think I just, even the red jersey looks way better than the the regular jersey. Should we mention our silent partner here and get well, their what, what, opinion? Well,
0: I know, I'm, obviously I'm going to bring her in eventually because this
1: is like style, and that's
0: probably one of her fortés. Well, she's going to shake. Don't me at all because
1: that's not my forte. I don't do style.
0: Well, she wasn't going to talk. First of all, Mrs. Stash. That here, you here lasted. Are calling her house. me out, bitches. Uh, yeah, and she's in, she's in the No Style, but Project Runway is one of her favorite shows. So. <laughs> no
1: Style over here. So, No, style. no uh, style. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Color Rush jerseys for the Bucks? Thumbs down.
0: Boom. Really? Yeah. I, I too like much, those jerseys. Too, too, too much. Too far. They take it too far.
1: But, Have you seen the Bucks regular jersey? <laughs> um, okay, wait a second. Wait, 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 yeah. wait.
0: I think, did you hear his question? Because what's worse, the Color Rush or the regular jersey? right yeah. yeah see I think the regular jersey is worse than the color rush jersey. yeah the color rush jersey is yes. their best jersey I right totally now. Agree. I would have to say that and
1: if they had it and why not have an orange or pewter why not change it up
0: well I mean all pewter if the if they had the old school pewter with like a little bit of white and red accents uh, I'll show you the I picture think I'll, I'll, tw- be... I'll tweet
1: the picture I'll put it on Facebook <sighs> tonight
0: alright and then I'll Instagram my reaction
1: we just covered the entire social media. Only if only
0: <laughs> if she Snapchats about it. I, will
1: not be doing that. I have Snapchat. Good, because
0: I don't like Snapchatting. So, Ooh. that being said, welcome to the 2016 mid-season report card by Shooter in the Stash. And by mid-season report card, I'm pretty much talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and here okay. we are again. Halfway through another season of promise and changes and hopes and dreams (laughs) and another season of letdowns and wondering why we're not better. Well, I mean,
1: do you have an answer for that? Because I don't think I do.
0: I think my number one answer is going to be inconsistency in coaching. Okay. First of all.
1: I mean, but you're gonna stick with Dirk Cutter for another four years. Well, now you have you got to. to, right? Now you have
0: to. Do you think the Glazers are really gonna do that? What if I they? I don't think the Glazers are gonna stick with anything because I don't think the Glazers know anything about football. They're committed. They're not going anywhere. They're gonna as committed as long as he's their quarterback.
1: When he's not going, but how anywhere.
0: long is that gonna be? I mean, if you want to look at the fact that. And this is exactly what I want to get into right now in this week's episode of our podcast is the draft for the last six years, seven years. Well, let's now that we're talking about quarterbacks, let's go back to seven years for the for the the Bucks. Whenever the first round draft pick, seventeenth overall, Josh Freeman. Okay. Okay. By um, his fourth year, their first round franchise pick. He's already gone. He's already gone. Well, he drafted in 09 and in 2013, so in his fifth year. And here's the thing that I want to talk about right now is his um, attempts and how many times he had to throw the ball. And now we're Freeman? sitting here... Yes. His attempts were insane. And it, I mean, 558, 551, his last two seasons in... In Tampa. Those are insane numbers. Weren't his interceptions also insane? Well, if you look at his touchdown interception ratio, yes. Because he's trying to throw the ball so many times. And you're looking at, they're trying to do the same thing again. History repeats itself. I'm looking at Jameis Winston going down the same road. Oh, no. They're making him throw way too much right now. They're making well, him throw way too much. But to compare Winston to Jameis, it, no, 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 no. no. Freeman and Winston you
1: can't compare that I'm sorry. Yeah, they're I would, pretty comparable. Saying they're fairly comparable. <laughs> Winston's been more successful, Freeman was especially a in college.
0: wreck. Winston is least I totally disagree. If light. you look at first of all, um all right, let's suck it. Game started. Like game started in Josh Freeman's second season the Bucs went 10 and 6 and missed out on the playoffs because of a tie. Because of the Green Bay Packers and that shitty call. Unlike you, my husband, I actually watched those. No, actually, it wasn't that. No, I'm sorry. They they weren't always about Freeman. Defense actually bailed Freeman out. Actually, actually, if you really want to look at it, um, his 61% completion percentage was the second best of his career, and he had 3,400 yards, 25 touchdowns, only six interceptions. That's his best season of his career. So it was his very best season. After that, his his attempts went up from four hundred and seventy-four to five hundred and fifty-one the next season. He still completed sixty-two percent of almost sixty-three percent of his touchdown of his uh passes, but his interceptions went up to twenty-two because of where they were asking him to throw the ball. If you guys remember, and I think Bucks fans will, they'll remember that he was asked to throw the ball inside the red zone an exorbitant yeah. amount way too much was he throwing the ball from inside the 20 because they had no run game because yeah. And they've always, and if you look at it again, Cadillac Williams was his guy. And now you've got, you've got Freeman or I'm sorry, you got Winston and you got Martin who can't stay healthy, who was a great running back, a 1200 yard running back. I mean, this guy I mean, Martin is even more than that. I mean, Martin's more than what Williams could have been, but still not healthy. So you're looking at history is repeating itself right now in Tampa Bay. If you really want to get down to the numbers and if you want to look at it. And the problem is that they've drafted. If you look over the years, they've drafted defensively. Except for the last, what, three years or so? And then even still, they went back to defenses last year. So, you know, there's they have an offensive coach. But they've drafted defensive players. And they have a quarterback that... They're asking too much of because they don't have a running game to support them.
1: Yeah, but what are you gonna do when your first string running backs hurt, your second string running backs on IR, your third string running backs There's out no on IR, and you yeah. <laughs> listen? It's- hey,
0: maybe stop drafting them on your uh, fantasy team. You <laughs>
1: That's, I've, that's I've had, segment, first of all. I've had three... Uh, I only
0: drafted one running, one Bucks running back for the first time mm-hmm. ever. And I didn't even draft him. I picked him up off of the waiver wires because my other two running backs that I drafted went on IR. Mm-hmm. That's a different segment. We'll get to that later. But they can run the
1: ball. I mean, that's, that's not really the problem. The problem is when you get yes. far behind in games, you've got to throw it. If, uh, they're throwing the ball too much. Well, they're gonna throw the ball uh, this Sunday against the Bears because, well, I don't know. Doug Martin's practice. I mean, you're looking today. at.
0: I mean, already Jameis Winston. I mean, let's see.
1: He's. I'm sure he's throwing the
0: ball a lot. Just to say, Jameis and Freeman are the same. is just. I didn't say it they're the same. I said they are comparable, and I'm worried well, about. Well, you can compare anything. I'm saying it's apples and apples. It's not apples and oranges. It's apples and apples right now. And I'm worried about the Bucs repeating history. This is what I'm worried about. Because I believe... Well, I believe that the Tampa Bay fan (laughs) deserves more than that. Okay? Even though, unabashedly, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've lived here for 15 years. And I root for the Buccaneers. And you've seen it. And I've been there for them. And I defend them. And I was all behind them drafting Jameis Winston. I just believe that they need to do more for their coaching staff. They are definitely putting talent on their team. What they're not doing is putting talent in the coaching staff. They're not paying the guy. They're not getting behind somebody and letting somebody actually do a job there to cultivate the talent that they're drafting. But they paid last season and for Lovey Smith, and they feel like they didn't get their money out of that. No, so. that's not true. What happened is that they feel like they didn't, and, and this is something that maybe they're trying to correct, And I apologize. I'm not trying to run over you guys, but this is something that... Well, well, (laughs) this is something that Freeman did suffer from, is inconsistency at the offensive coordinator position. So, that's why I could stand behind them firing Levy Smith if you're going to get one signature guy, dirt cutters, the OC, the quarterback guru, if you will, because he has definitely developed many a good quarterback in the NFL. So, um. you know, if that's who you're getting behind, that's fine because you see that in the past you haven't done that. But, you know, I'm just worried that the Glazers are going to do the same thing and have a knee-jerk reaction. And Dirk Cutter, and now the Bucks are woeful again right now. But a lot of it is because of the injury at the running back position. They start out the season pretty good, playing pretty good, and and obviously when and Winston is still playing good football. Mike Evans had an incredible first half, but injury is going to catch up to you.
1: Yeah. You know, Mike Evans doesn't get enough credit because last year, Mike Evans did not have a good season. But a hand. He couldn't catch anything. He and hasn't
0: caught anything entire the whole season or the whole time he's been in the NFL until this year.
1: No, this year, he's he's going to make the Pro Bowl. I mean, if right. he
0: doesn't make the Pro Bowl,
1: you're going to probably see one person from the Bucks make the Pro Bowl. If it's if not it's him, him, then something's wrong.
0: Right, so you got to give credit to Mike, uh, and well, and Jameis. Well, you know, yeah, he's had some he's had some bad games, but again, sorry, go ahead. Well,
1: I mean, the thing with Jameis is he needs that running game, and what are you gonna do? They don't.
0: If you can't you can't throw the ball forty five times in the NFL and be successful on offense, you but just can't do here, it. Here's well, the well, thing. Well, I also think they with Jameis is he's not consistent in his own running game. Sometimes you gotta scramble and sometimes you gotta run for yourself.
1: And the games that we win are the games that he scrambles for
0: himself. Flashback to the end of the Rams game. <laughs> well And then he gets yeah. But that's not him protecting himself and that's in a desperation mode because he's not used to doing it. Right. But and he, I think that kind of supports your point.
1: Here's what you haven't brought up. And this was the same for when your boy Josh Freeman was here. Right. Same as same as right now. Uh, the defense sucks, so well. Eventually, uh, you have to stop a team from well, scoring. Well, but that's
0: what that's what I want to know is that why, if you look back, the and why? here and here I am. Okay, I'm on I'm on Pro Football Reference Reference and I'm looking at the last seven years of drafts for okay. the and a, for the Buccaneers. All right, and so at that point, you should those guys should be veterans in the last seven years. You should have a handful of guys that have at least five or so years you know what I'm saying yeah five seven years impact on your team there's right? guys like that on the Bucks right well um from 2009 uh none of those guys are still on the team <laughs> Ooh. 2010 Gerald McCoy um who gets more penalties sometimes than but listen 39 sacks he's amazing 80, 86 games uh played This guy is definitely a number three overall pick. Well worth it. This guy, even with some of the injuries and in and out of the the lineup, he has been the only guy on that line for a long time. And to have 39 sacks in, you know, six years, that's pretty solid. Honestly, I will not really discredit him. But you look at the rest of that draft. Mike Williams stands out. Uh, It fourth round. 101st overall, so it's not like you missed out too much. However, uh, he started off like a house of fire, and then just basically <laughs> self-destructive. Didn't and he? Basically, four years in the league. Didn't uh, he have uh, his house catch on fire in <laughs> I, Tampa? He, he might have. Had I thought that's why you're saying. Catch on fire in Tampa. Do we need- but he was drafted. No, it it and happened. You can be a fact checker for us. Thanks, mustache. I do know that happened. But please let me get the backstory on that. Um, 2010 drafted. Uh, 2014 out of the league. Didn't even start a game.
1: See on any teams right now?
0: No, that was 2014 out of the league. Oddly enough, from,
1: from that draft though, a realist Ben is on the Jaguars. Right. Buried in the depth chart.
0: Right. But, but he scored a touchdown a but, couple weeks ago. Oh, but still not on the bucks. Nobody else, Cody Grimm, not on the Bucks still. And he was yeah. a bright spot for like a season and a half. Oh, um, so Cody he faces Watts. a lawsuit because he was accused of starting said fire due to negligence and carelessness leaving a pan on the stove. So he burns his own house down, just like his career. Oh, oh, all right. <gasps> hey, all right so you discussing. can So okay. Oh, yeah. So the next year.
1: No, no, no. You can't go that far back. You have to go like three years ago, like because those are the guys um, that now okay. should be the best players on your all right. team.
0: So should we go back to? And hold on, uh, this is my comparison only because we know I'm a Cowboys fan. I was watching Cowboys versus Cleveland, and they brought up. The Johnny your, Manziel, your, well, your no, no, balance no balance. but they brought up the Johnny Manziel draft because it was very key between the Cowboys and the Cleveland franchise, right? Because that's the year that they drafted um, uh, Johnny Manziel, but that's because we took Zach Martin instead of Johnny Manziel when everyone thought that, you know, Jerry Jones was going to take, take that guy. So yeah. that got me thinking and at that point i started thinking about all right who is our still one of our biggest playmakers on our team and when did they get drafted on the cowboys so that's why i went back to 2010 because that's des bryant at 24 overall and sean lee at 55 overall 2010. okay Sean those Lee's had a lot of injuries and des but, des Bryant doesn't make as many plays as you want him to because he keeps getting defended Hey, I'm not going to disagree, but you're talking about 61 touchdowns overall for Dez Bryant, 6,000 yards in in receiving yards, 89 games played, right? Um, Sean Lee has 12 interceptions in his career. That's among the lead leaguers in his position, lead league leaders in his position. So these guys are still impact players to this day on the Cowboys, six years later. And I would say, especially... As a as a high round draft pick, you should have at least a six year career in the NFL. So I don't think going back to 2010 is that much of a reach. Yeah. Well, I mean, so if you look at 2010. Well, and, and again, in the next I'm just saying, and, and all I'm saying, and I'm not saying that the Bucs haven't had talent drafted. I mean, Adrian Claiborne, Dequan Bowers, Mark Barron, he's not there anymore. He's succeeding somewhere else. But look, Doug Martin, Levante David, both still on the team. Jonathan Banks, Mike Lennon, I mean, he's a backup, but he's a quality backup. He's still on your team, producing, doing good things for the team, you know what I mean? Mike Evans, Safarian Jenkins, ugh, nobody could have seen that coming, honestly. Why are we ignoring the fact that... Jameis Winston, Quan Alexander, uh, Vernon Hargraves, who I think is doing a very good job this season. He got burned. On national TV, but that's the leaders (laughs) and Derek Carr. I mean, that was tough. That was a tough assignment, no matter who you are, especially for a rookie. You know what I mean? He'll be all right. Right. Uh, He he was worth that pick. I I mean, mean, no, absolutely. I totally agree. So, uh, this is is what I'm saying. It's not necessarily that talent hasn't been drafted by the Bucks.
1: Okay. So, it
0: comes down to consistency in coaching and an actual game plan as a general manager in the front office. Thank you.
1: All right. So, keep. Keep the coach for another year and get rid of the GM is what you're saying.
0: Nope. Well, no, I'm saying keep everything. Everywhere. Right. Give them a five-year plan. I mean, what's the first What's the first question that you're going to ask get asked when you go into an interview right now? What do you see yourself in five years?
1: Right. Maybe not the first question, but that what might come up. Okay. Top five questions in your interview. No, you're right. right you're right. Okay. okay. So
0: why why are you going to give somebody a job if that important like a GM or a coach in the NFL and not give them a five-year plan.
1: I don't know. It's the NFL, and right. uh,
0: you don't get five years. But look, okay. You're <laughs> okay. How do you not get five years, Cincinnati? Marvin Lewis made the playoffs. Are the you last kidding me? Five plus. Have years. they really done anything? But don't though?
1: your most successful teams have history
0: in the office or in the coaching? Consistency. Yes.
1: Yeah, but not all of them. I mean yeah, you kill
0: most of them most of them
1: there's plenty of teams that have uh, first second year coaches that do pretty well Super Bowls uh, one 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 last year wasn't his fir- it was his first year with the Broncos
0: but that's not his first year as a head coach by far it wasn't or in the league.
1: It wasn't, but there's coaches that have success the first year, and
0: and that it was an already established franchise as well. So you had you had John Elway there as a GM who had a vision as a GM. He brought in Kubiak because as a GM, his long term plan, the coach he already had didn't fit it.
1: All right, so you're saying it was almost a Gruden type scenario, which brings us to. A flashback to an oh. epi- one of our first episodes. Yes.
0: Oh, The Goon Curse. The curse, curse. the curse of Chucky. Of Chucky. <laughs> it, so, That's do you right. think
1: there there is truly a, a curse of Chucky on this team?
0: Well, I mean, if, you heard right how I opened the show. I obviously think that The Curse of Chucky is really the glaze. The, it's the glaze. <laughs> The Glazers, man, they just—they just hamstring. They just don't care. Don't how do how, they not care? I don't know. <laughs> do they, not? they have the they're, money. They're they have not... a fan base here. They have the stadium. They have one of the best stadiums in the league. They just invested. it. I mean, we've been there. We've seen the junk. It looks Charms. good.
1: Yeah, but how's it? So how's it their fault? The stadium looks good. I mean,
0: they're—they're no, right, they're not how, involved with football. They're really not consistent and so who runs? So maybe yeah, I need to do more research, even after living here, as long as I have. Who really runs the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I mean, the Glazers own it. Who's the president? Who's the guy that's hiring the GMs? You it's know?
1: So Jason Licht yes. has has right. probably the most power. I'm sure there's a team president who I don't know his name. but Right. And then the ultimate decisions, like as far as the number one draft pick last year, probably <laughs> the Glazers had a pretty good... right. Uh, hand in but I think they're pretty hands off as far as the actual players that go on the field the coaching Well,
0: right but I mean there's still no the ones I mean I don't know if they have a hands off approach as far as the head coach Is I mean in the 15 years I've lived here well, they, I, I haven't seen that I've seen them be very proactive in who gets hired and fired and yeah. you know so I've seen them spend a lot of money other places and that's not that they're not spending money now. Again, they're spending definitely. money. They're not spending money. Finally, they're gonna have but plenty of money next year. Saying, like so, that's what I'm saying. Like so, who, if they're finally spending money, and they've, it, they've, I think the talent is here, and that's they've why I, spent money. Well, they've and that's waste, what i They wasted just, a lot. Of they're money. overall they're drafting well. They're just not being coached well. <laughs> the,
1: the drafts are actually better than the free agency.
0: Honestly, I mean, and that's what I'm trying to say here. Is I'm not trying to shit on right. them. So, I'm saying that you guys have a very. Overall, good draft. I mean, there are some places that maybe you guys missed, but that's because of inconsistency in your coaching staff and your management staff and, like, your vision as a – and I say you are, cause, but I can't – I shouldn't. I really should say our as a fan because I am not much of a Bucks fan. I care that much. So you know? how
1: long uh, do you have to wait for Gerald McCoy and Levante David, who should be two cornerstones of the defense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to – take lead of the defense and make that defense go from the bottom of the league towards towards the top because they've been in the bottom well, since
0: I they got drafted. I would say that that's the number one difference between uh, Joe McCoy and the guy that he gets compared to the most. Uh, in, um, the
1: Dominican Sioux.
0: No, I'm talking about on the Bucs oh. franchise. Uh, Sap. Yeah. You can't compare that. him to Sap. No, no. It's all a famer. No. Well, that's the difference. And well, Sap took over. Whenever things started going south, like Sap was like, no, I'm I got the swag. I'm putting this thing on my back. I don't care if you like it as a fan. I don't care if you like it as an owner. I don't care if you like it as a league. I'm gonna put it on my back. I don't care if you like it as a baby mama, of which he had many. He didn't care. He put it on his back and he showed up. And he took that defense over, and he was a captain of that defense. And that's what you're asking. When are these guys going to do that?
1: Yeah. So I, you got you want to blame the coaches and all that stuff.
0: I mean, part of it's the players as well. I, I don't but know. But how do you – okay, but here's the thing. You draft all these defensive players, right, for four, three, four, five years in a row with a few offensive players sprinkled in here and there. But, I mean, look, okay, 2012 uh, – Defensive back, running back, linebacker, linebacker, defensive back, running back, tight end, defensive back, quarterback, defensive tackle, defensive end, defensive end, you know? And then suddenly wide receiver, tight end, running back, linebacker, you know, quarterback. But then again, this season, cornerback, defensive end, cornerback, outside linebacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So who's coaching these guys? You got almost an arguably Hall of Fame coach, defensive coach. You know, maybe not as now? a head coach. No, no, I'm talking about and, and Lovey, arguably a Hall of Fame defensive coach. Right. Maybe not maybe not as a head coach. You know what I'm saying? But as a defensive coach. Yeah. One of the best to play the game and to coach the defensive game. And you have all this talent on the defensive side of the ball and a town that's known for defense. And you fire him because you drafted this guy and then you want to promote your quarterback, but you don't really have that much talent around him. I mean, where's your offensive line at? Tackle and center, Donovan Smith, Al Marpet in 2015. Are those guys so, on the line this year? Yeah,
1: those are brilliant picks. Those guys will be around for the next I mean, couple of years. And they played so, well last year, and they played and so, okay this and so,
0: year. And so there you go. So where is the defensive at, 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 though? You know what I'm saying? Like these, The talent that you already drafted... Should be taking care of what you're drafting for now.
1: Well, they went right? full, you know and I'm saying in 2015 they pretty much went all offense,
0: mm-hmm. uh, with the exception right, of what I'm Alexander, right. Who, right. Is Alza- who is a starter who is definitely killing it. Who right? Quan Alexander is killing the yeah. bucks. as long as they keep him around.
1: I mean, he's got to be leading the team in tackles at least, and he I've seen him. Forced turnovers, which is something that you don't see or yeah. you haven't seen this well, year I mean, he's from already, Levante I mean, David
0: in a season and a half, three interceptions and five sacks as an outside linebacker. That's those are good numbers. All right, in a so season and a half. you know That's who's really good.
1: You know who's supposed to be doing that, Levante David. Right. So wh- what's Levante David doing this year?
0: Well, I mean, he's he's. I've seen him in other aspects of the game, but you're right. You're right. I mean,
1: he has to be the guy, and Gerald McCoy has to be the guy. If you look it up, Gerald McCoy probably leads the Bucs in sacks yes. with, like, three or four,
0: which is right. horrible. Well, I mean... No, it's not horrible, it's sad. It's, that's, that's Cowboys style, and the Cowboys have, like, the worst offensive defensive line in football, and, allegedly.
1: Well, we, we take it out on him... Um, but he's also missed, what, at least one game. I think he might have missed two, and he's playing injured.
0: He has three and a half sacks.
1: But... Warren Sapp, I remember him being questionable for games where he had like a broken leg or not leg, got <laughs> a broken leg and he went in there, sacked the crap out of Brett Favre four uh, times. He's not Reggie White. No, but We're I think about no, Reggie White. I, I almost Wait, feel no, like Reggie White was
0: on the same team. I
1: almost feel like Warren Sapp could do that if McCoy is. You That's know, exactly the a, point I was making before. Right. right. Yeah. So right, yeah, War- the difference is Warren Sapp is just a mean, nasty motherfucker. Right, right. And, and, and Joe McCoy, McCoy is not. A big
0: old baby Huey. <laughs> Listen, hey, it's just am just about to piss some people off. I'm sorry, Joe McCoy. Don't come smash me. No, seriously, <laughs> you're a baby <laughs> Huey. It's true. I don't think that's put, true. Uh, it's not. Look, okay, how much Warren longer Sapp- are you going to wait
1: for well, look, Ge- for the defense to be good? It's
0: different though, baby. Hey, Warren Sapp. Have- how think- many guys around him did Warren Sapp have? Uh, Things that they were afraid one? of. No, man, come on! In the linebacker field, the safety, the okay. corner—well, that you... was a, that was like an all Madden defense for like six years in a row that he was a part of. Come on! But if you just you know? look at the defensive line, he
1: didn't have Simeon Rice until after he became a superstar <sighs> that's true. player. That's true. That's true. well. That's
0: true. He was the first. He was the cornerstone of that defense. You know who he played next to? Brad Culpepper. <laughs> attorney at Cole law. <laughs> Culpepper Curlin. We do accept that. Hey, we will accept you advertisers know on you this know program. That's what, from now on. <laughs> anyhow. Uh, baby, your assistant. Yes, dear. Um, that being said, I like the new direction of the program. I don't
1: know. I'm just uh, sick and tired of the Bucks sucking in... You know, they should see and this is what I'm saying. The We're the problem, aw, they're the, the aw,
0: aw now. They're not the sucks anymore, they're the aw shucks. The reason the Bucks sucks is they have no heart. They like don't the... have hearts in the home office, they don't have heart in the coaching, they don't have heart in consistent players. Didn't we just prove they don't stay around? And this is why we have no heart. This is why Tampa Bay can't be considered a true sports town. Well, this guy's got something
1: to say about that.
0: But well, I didn't say this wasn't a hockey town. I said this wasn't a full fledged sports town. It doesn't mean that hockey isn't the best game in town. Motherfucker, this is a hockey town. This is a hockey bay, a U.S.A.
1: Welcome to, well, I guess, yeah, we don't want to say hockey town because that's Detroit. Yeah. Which and we well, don't want to suffer wait. their fate. Let's let's bring <laughs> let's this be up. Honest. Yeah, we we'll, we'll, don't want to
0: have a steady decline since the mid '90s.
1: Speaking of Detroit, though, before we forget, because we will forget to bring this up, mm. November fifteenth, which is next Tuesday. <laughs> That's and right. Right now it's Wednesday, November 9th You'll you'll hear this on uh, no November tenth. Uh, November fifteenth, uh, seven thirty. Puck drops. Lightning. Detroit Red Wings. Watch party. We will be at the Brass Tap, Oldsmar. That is the Stash's Stomping Grounds. You can find him there all the time.
0: He's on the board. He's on the big That's right. board. That's on. Uh, technically, it's on uh, Tampa Road in uh, Pinellas County. That's Oldsmar. Uh, and man, I totally slacked. I had the uh, website up and then I closed it. So I'll get the address to you. Before the, the show
1: well here's the easiest thing you can do go to our facebook page facebook.com slash shooter stash and we've got an event set oh. up and you can see oh. the address on there while we got, you're listening we got some some drink specials we're That's gonna right. give away one of those steven stamkos Funko uh figurines right. uh you, you gotta come there and show up and we'll. Uh, we'll-
0: it's gonna be two dollar tacos it's going to be 3 hour pints of Paradise beers, which uh, is their core four. So you got a, you know, a lager, you got a, a red, a stout, a brown. They're all really good beers. They're all local. So, you know, the local spot, local team, local food, great tacos. shooter stash watch party.
1: Taco Tuesday, and you get to watch the Lightning beat the crap out of the Red Wings. Who doesn't love that?
0: All the Lightning fans love that.
1: All right. But anyway, Hockey Town, obviously, there's watch parties for away
0: games here. That's right. That's right. So, that being said, here we are a fifth of the way through the season, uh, calendar-wise, I suppose. And um, I'm wondering where we stand, shooter. Where do we stand as a franchise, as a team, right now? In the, the NHL, in the standings. Well, I mean, overall. I mean, not necessarily, literally. Where do we stand? But like, where where are we poised? Like, how do you see us shaking out against our expectations so far? Where we're supposed to go? Who we're planning You know what I'm saying? What do what you? What's your grade? Your fifth of the way grade? It's. Uh,
1: we'll go with a B for now. I know a lot of a lot of fans are going to give it the the gloom and doom. I mean, to be seven, to be seven, five and one. That's
0: five hundred.
1: Thirteen games in, fifteen points.
0: Five
1: hundred. It's early in the season. We're only a month in. Five hundred high. Are we even a month in? Like I said, right now. Fifth of the
0: way through the season, statistically.
1: Yeah, it's early. If you look back to last season, we were a lot worse off. I feel like this time. Well, I'm just wondering
0: how the uh, bye week. Is gonna play in to the season because so we're starting. They're starting this to bye week. Yeah, like a whole whole week off the season, and therefore it creates a lot of back backs, home and homes. When do they have off? Uh, there's like a late November. I, <laughs> I know. I didn't know this they had is... a bye week. Well, yeah. All right, so
1: here I got some stats pulled up yeah. uh, from. This just, season
0: this, I'm just reading the like recurring
1: things I read. So. Com- this season compared to last season, okay? Um uh thirteen games in. We've got this year, forty goals. Not bad. Uh last year, twenty nine. Yeah. We were we're not scoring goals last no, year. No, we were not. Uh this year goals allowed thirty seven. A lot. That's up there a lot last year 30 a lot so that
0: a lot that number is a little frightening Bish is just about fit lightning are just about fit not where lightning cup favorites are suppo- or send cup favorites are supposed to be
1: yeah well you, sorry you That's go Not to be. You go back to the problem that this team has always had. And I think a lot of people forget about last year, even go in the playoffs. It was a, a team that was period by period, completely different team. And it's still the same problem.
0: I agree. I totally agree. How far is talent going to take you? Uh, I wonder how far talent has taken John Cooper. Is he well, a good whoa, coach? Whoa!
1: Are you saying we need a new coach in Tampa
0: Bay? Holy crap! You said some I'm crazy not, stuff. Before. I'm not, I didn't say anything. You. <laughs> di- I, I asked a question. You put words in my
1: mouth. By the way, we should mention that Mrs. Stash has jetted. Oh, She's. That's she, true.
0: She didn't realize that we have tried to embrace her as a part of our show. From now on, no. she will be part of the show.
1: Whoa! That's a commitment. Yeah. You made the ultimate commitment to her. Can she make the ultimate commitment to you? I believe she can.
0: She has way more knowledge than we do about local sports. Good. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. But it, she has a lot more <laughs> insight, I would have to say, as a local fan,
1: than we do. What do you think it would take to get Mrs. Shooter on this show?
0: <laughs> she would be on the show if she just wouldn't say anything.
1: I don't think she would even sit through it. Right. I mean, there's I mean, no well, way. I mean, then
0: Mrs. Stash, Mrs. Stash didn't, well, she didn't know she was going to, like, we kind of gorilla. Gave her the old rope of dope. Right. We kind of hit her with the gorilla <laughs> podcast situation. She was like, yeah, do it here, but don't make me part of it. And I was like, oh, no, you're going to be part of it. And she was like, wait, I don't know. I was not prepared. What do you, we to think, go to bed. are you prepared? So, right. We got to go to bed, too. Okay,
1: well. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, like, she's gone. Was, uh. But, and We were talking about... What were we talking about? The the comparison between last year and this year. The the record, I, I think, is worse. I don't have the record from last year in front of me, but I remember them struggling at first. Even really the whole first injuries, three months of the season.
0: We see there was injuries year. A lot worse year. injuries last year. I'm right. Uh, contract situations last year that we don't have now.
1: Well, Stamkos seems like Well, he's, if you we
0: want to really talk about it, the three guys that got signed... The big contracts are totally producing. In my book, I mean that's not even my book. I mean look at the look at the stats overall in the league, and Kalorn and Stamkos are leading, and you know in the top. Kucherov's really Kucherov it on. is coming on. He, uh, Headman is just, <laughs> I mean, not quite scoring all the goals, but I mean he's you know yeah. there, there, accountable. Cowie uh, coming off of injury. I mean, you know, we, we the guys that are getting paid the money, they're doing it. Now the one guy whose contract is in uh, question is dropping the ball, and he's five hundred. uh Oh, I said we should have traded him last year.
1: You you said that on mm-hmm. record. Really? We, we can go
0: before. I mean, b- probably this time last year. I already said it. You should've did trade him last year.
1: I remember that. So, I mean, how much longer do they wait to trade him <laughs> is the question. I mean, you
0: can't trade him now. I mean, he's a president I mean, candidate the last couple of years, but, I mean, he's struggling now.
1: Oh, so you're going to say after uh, playing in less than 10 games that he's lo- totally lost his reputation amongst the <laughs> NHL. No, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's obviously – I would say pull the trigger now, honestly. I would say here's – here's the thing. You are, if you look at your franchise – it's cool that the fans want to stand in the cup this season. It's cool that the ESPN, 710 ESPN critics, who, first of all, it, do it, do ESPN even show hockey? Do they even show hockey? NHL? I don't they think do. so. They do in the offseason. NHL? Yeah. But they show NHL hockey? Live NHL hockey? I don't think so. World Cup of hockey. They don't show NHL if hockey. If that counts. That being said. Some people don't being count said that. that. They, it's, and I, they don't show NHL hockey anymore. Uh, they build on the sport. But that being said... Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's talk about Go. lines. You want to talk about lines?
0: Uh, well, all I'm saying is that... you know The, the goalie thing is that... You should have in Bishop because it's not just about this season. All I'm saying... It's cool that everyone wants a cup this year. You just signed Sam Coast and Hedman to... Eight years. You sign Kalorn to seven. Kucherov to a bridge get bridge deal of three. That means you're not just playing for this season. Juan or Pilat or Johnson, cool. Who's playing his ass off right now? Brain Point. Easy. Hold him up. Cuckoo, playing awesome on the fence. Awesome. Maybe that gives us room well, to get rid of
1: when he gets the call.
0: Yeah, but maybe, but maybe that gives us room to deal a Coburn or a shoestart if we need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, for salary wise, that's fine. Or a or you know what I'm saying? Like, who personally, I, don't get me. I, I don't I don't know if it's because of how they're handling him. Or not. I'm I'm not a fan. But anyways, wait. You, know. you
1: mean Nemtsov, who according to Tampa Bay Times, Joe Smith was running with the first Def lines. And Joe. Uh, Namstikov, Stamkos, and Kucherov. Stamkos playing in between the Russians.
0: No, don't like it. I like I I
1: gotta pick Killhorn up on that line. I like Killhorn and right?
0: Kucherov, Stamkos. That's the line that you need to be running out there.
1: The million dollar man. Yes. And I back when we were called way, <laughs> way back in the day when we were called <laughs> We the Thunder. Now defunct. <laughs> way
0: back in the day, uh, like three weeks. I ago. was
1: I was a little worried about that. Lauren signing.
0: I'm telling you right now, and I said it then, I'm saying it again, and I will not stop saying it. He's not the guy that's going to diminish. I'm telling you. He's <sighs> that,
1: ooh. Ooh. I still, that's seven, the one hey, thing that th- I'm th- not saying. I still don't like hey, about I'm,
0: I'm, Maybe at six years he's going to diminish. Not at four, he's not going to diminish. I'm telling you, he's not going to be that guy that four years down the road you're regretting signing. He's that guy four years down the road, he's still going to have 25 plus goals. For the last three years, you're like, thank goodness we still have him to play next to our 60 goal freaking scorer, Stamkos. Yeah. Because those guys need to be on the same line. Yeah. That's all well, there is to it. Exactly. Why are they not is, on the same line? Whoever the third guy is, that's fine. But Stamkos and Kalorn need to be on the same line. And the thing is that Stamkos and Kucherov have a very good uh, understanding with each other over where they're supposed to be on the ice as well, and where they are on the ice as well. So those three on the same line, I, that's my number one line. Well, if yes, I don't that's know. One line. I, I also. Joanne's injured though, so it's tough. Druen being injured is tough.
1: It's not tough because if you look at the rest of the lineup, it's like, there's, <laughs> do do we need Druen? Maybe we ship him out because Palat Johnson and Point, like Palat Johnson and Kalorn, was a great line in the playoffs yeah. last well, year. Well,
0: Johnson and Point, I can't even like. Let them get some of my assistant new triplets.
1: That just born this year. Triplet two 0. I'm feeling a meme coming on. Chiplad
0: I'm
1: feeling two. a triple. I'm feeling a meme.
0: Um, I'm feeling a video. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a full on embarrassing video. I mean that's awkward. Especially whenever a just got recalled.
1: No taxi backsies. Oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 big taxi backsies.
1: We gotta bring him. Uh, that's what I need to make is a meme of just him saying no taxi backsies. Because he's it's just going back and like, forth,
0: just like the travel gnome the travel gnome <laughs> from Travelocity. <laughs> it's Corey Conacher. No take no taxi backsies. <laughs> there it yes. is. Yes. Coming. That's what, Coming have, soon. That's, that's what you have me for.
1: Shootingthestash dot com.
0: You're welcome. Um, that being said, I think that we're not in trouble because I don't like us winning divisions anyways, especially not in Tampa. I do. I don't. I like the banners. Banners are banners. I want a, you know what I want? Tur- I want cups. I want, a, I want cups. Yeah. I want, I want, you know what? You know how they have that really cool, which is, I think, something that's uh, underappreciated is the um, the museums they have at Choppikana Field, like the, the Home Run Hall of Fame, like the Hitters Hall of Fame and all that. That's really cool. I want that in Tampa. I want us to have so many cups that there's an actual like Stanley Cup museum at our arena. That we <laughs> come in. Oh, there's so many like we've won so like Lombardi trophies, you know how many of you walk in like Lambo. No, forget that. At t Stadium, I, I want there's them. so many trophies. There's so many Lombardi trophies. There's like a display case of like this is our championship. I want Replica Stanley Cups all over Amalie Arena.
1: I I think they should move the Hockey Hall of Fame to Tampa. I
0: totally agree. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point. I want so much prestige to the hockey in Tampa that this is the headquarters. I'm within the move NHL headquarters to freaking Tampa Bay.
1: And the first step to that for you is trading ben Jeff Bishop.
0: Finney. I totally agree. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, Jeff Finnick is the first step. Second step is trading no, Ben No, don't Bishop. trade him. <laughs> no, no. The first step is Jeff Finnick as an owner. The second step is trading Ben Bishop right now. And Nemestikov too. Trade him so, both Nemestikov. Both Nemestikov's going to be a deadline guy. Bishop, I think you trade right now. Uh, I
1: don't think anyone's going to move until the deadline, but... Mm. Bishop seems like his room. value is kind of going down as we get. I think there's that. room for Bishop I mean, right now. How much of that is? is You're not going to get
0: anything out of. Listen. Well, you,
1: uh, a lot of people blame that goal, uh, the last game, on Hedman, which he did turn no, it that over. No,
0: No, no, no. The Hedman goal was bad, and that wasn't Bishop's fault. But that doesn't mean that Bishop, that's not Hedman's fault. That Bishop's five hundred.
1: He's still played well though. He has in all of his games. He's played well.
0: I don't know, man.
1: We'll see his his trade value is high, but all right. So they play. I just look
0: at it this way. I look at it this way. We're gonna win, or we're gonna win or not win the Stanley Cup with or without Ben Bishop. That's all I'm saying.
1: I like having those. I don't think it relies tandem. on. I
0: don't think Ben Bishop is the key to win the Stanley Cup for the Lightning. That's all I'm saying. The NHL so, though, if they... you can if you can make moves with your roster to get picks or whatever to free up contract space cap space to sign guys that can stay and win cups and make a difference in winning cups wouldn't you do that like as soon as possible that's all I'm saying I've seen from Stevie y, that's like his motive is winning Stanley Cups so
1: yeah but in, do you think you can win a NHL. cup with Ben
0: Bishop or without Ben Bishop with the talent that we have uh, in front of him do you think we can win with another goalie other than Ben Bishop do you think we can still win Stanley Cup
1: uh, I think he gives you the best chance, and I like having two That's really good goals That's not what
0: I asked. I didn't ask if he gives you the best chance. I said, can the Lightning win a Stanley Cup with the talent in front of the goalie if Ben Bishop isn't the goalie? Uh, if it's Vasilevsky. Can the Lightning win a Stanley Cup with Vasilevsky in that?
1: Uh, the only answer I can give you is no, because they haven't yet, and they've had the chance but to the last two years. Right. But,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But I, then you put, okay, that's a fair point. Moving on.
1: All right, so Moving on. Druin got hurt, and he's been out. Oh, what do you think of that? Is, it sounds like he's not going to play Thursday night against. Who the heck did they play tomorrow?
0: I and mean, I still think that was a terrible hit on him. I still think that was a, he, a questionable hit, man.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, Druin pick your head up and start skating with he your head up. Better, he knows better than always see already said, And, like and that. that's a
0: good point though. I, I, it's a questionable hit but you brought up the point because he's he has even said in interviews he needs to pick his head up in those situations and I mean we all know that. We all know that. If you've ever played any type of hockey, roller, ice, any type of you know in that moment like keep you, you your head up you're gonna get you're gonna get crushed. That's a, that's a vulnerable spot right there. So, that's hockey. That's hockey bay. That's hockey town right there. That's where hockey happens. It's in that spot, you know.
1: Yeah, he's got to fix that. Just but...
0: off the boards, above the dot, head down, puck coming in the zone. Yeah, you're you're gonna get crushed there, man. You got to know that
1: hopefully he starts to learn he hasn't yet but well, uh
0: happened in the playoffs last year luckily he was able to bounce back and he probably didn't learn from it because he was able to bounce back well i think that's Maybe the question
1: is they're saying well joe smith our go-to guy Tampa yeah, times
0: guy that i believe in
1: still no timetable for his return i think it's because they're just playing it safe because
0: why what? would you push him yeah He's obviously happy now. He's not trying to get a trade. He's not worried about his contract. I believe well, that it, he's the last guy to so go. I'm telling you right now, he's the last guy to go.
1: It's a double-edged sword, though, because you keep him out for another week, then he's going to start crying. Listen,
0: I doubt it. No, I mean, it, look, they're not, they're not going to keep him out for another week. If no, I don't healthy. think so. If he's healthy, he's playing. I'm just saying, they're going to... It's not Romo and Prescott, okay? It's not like... Oh, this is one guy or this one guy it's you have the most talented top three line in the league you're you're gonna put him right back out there because as soon as you put him out there you might have the most top talent most talented top four lines in the league you might be the most talented offensive team in the league with him on the ice and bring point up I mean really everyone healthy that, this might be the most talented offensive team in the league. The problem is defense right now. And playing complete games, like you were saying. They don't play 60-minute games. They That's play the biggest 20, problem. They play periods. They don't play games. Yeah. They play periods. Right? Yeah. They play 20 minutes. They don't play 60.
1: But I feel like when it starts to matter, like I, I feel like they're still going to be middle of the pack until January. And then when it starts to matter, they're going to kick up the pace which is horrible so, no, it's horrible I,
0: look, but a I'm lot of, like, you
1: see it in the NFL you I see think it in I the disagree. NBA
0: I disagree because if you look at you look at some of the best not necessarily best but you look at some of the some of the greatest championships in some of the sports of those like mediocre teams that you know deserve to maybe be better than their record dictates but don't necessarily play up to their potential but make the playoffs and then just streak to the championship and i'm not ashamed i'm not afraid or ashamed or sad if that's what the lightning want to do or if that's their game if they can't ever get off to it if they're perennial slow starters cool it's how you finish right (laughs) yeah right like i mean if you finish with the stand cup in the air i don't give a shit what the record was the first 10 weeks of the season you know what was your pre-Thanksgiving um, record? I don't care. Because we're hoisting we're the cup. Ask, right? Yeah,
1: we'll ask the Pittsburgh Penguins about that last year.
0: Exactly. See? You know? I mean, well, the lightning as well the last couple of seasons. It's not like we got off to great starts at all the last couple of seasons. Injuries, this and that. Contract, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah, but I still wanted to see them come out and like
1: set the record and and be like the Montreal Canadiens are yes. quite frankly. I don't want to
0: be the Canadians because we're the Lightning. I don't want, <laughs> I want don't. to be the Canadians. No man, I, let them take the pressure. Let them win the freaking division again. Let them win the conference. Let them let them carry the banner and then fold as soon as we meet them in the playoffs again. You'd feel a lot better if we only had one loss. No, honestly, and one overtime loss. Well, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would, would. Was, well, we all. Every fan wants less losses. I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit. I'm because that is the case that I don't want us to be undefeated or like you know 10 and one whatever. Yeah, go. but
1: don't you want the team to live up to what they're capable of doing, which is be the best, one of the best teams, one of the best te- seasons in the yeah. NHL?
0: What if this is the best season that they have? What if the regular season... They better start winning a lot of games in a row. Look, as long as they make the playoffs, I don't care. In hockey, it's different. To me, it's different in hockey. It's not like... It's not like football, right? Football, every game matters in football. In hockey, man, like... You make the show, that's all that matters. You make the postseason, you make the second... like You make like, the prom, you know what I mean? Like, like the regular season is like high school sock hops and homecoming dances and all that shit you know but playoffs that's like prom when you get asked to prom that's like that's the playoffs like the, you get there that's when it matters you know okay. in hockey it doesn't matter until as long as you make the playoffs that's all it that matters you make the dance you might still be able to woo the homecoming queen you never know you might still be able to walk out with that crown you just gotta make the dance, you know. Um, all right, well, let's end it on a lighter note this
1: week with my my new ad. I know you're still uh, still is not out there on there tw- was- you're still not out there on Twitter that much. We mentioned Joe uh, Smith's Twitter a bunch of times. I wanted to share my my new uh, ad for the week, which is the new Tampa Bay Lightning reporter. Uh oh, the steamy. The steamster, Kaylee Chelios. Who, I don't know this oh. for sure, but I'm just assuming that she's Related. the daughter of Chris Chelios, right? I mean, who? what I'm other Chelioses that, are brought into in the Lightning, an, an organization that has no ties at all <laughs> to the Red Wings? But she is basically the new uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, reporter for Fox Sun Sports. You've probably seen her. Blonde, pretty attractive woman. Very good at what she does. We need to somehow get her to come to the watch party. Oh, that's going to (laughs) help. All right, so I'm going to tweet her and send her the invite to our watch party. And there's probably... Well, she'll probably be at the actual game. Come on out to the watch party. (laughs) You want to dance? Because <laughs> there will be dancing if you show up. <laughs> there'll be a lightning and there'll be thunder. Next next episode will completely dedicate to Miss Chelios. <laughs> just got weird.
0: Totally weird. But, uh... Thanks,
1: shooter, You did the music thing. <laughs> you started. I mean, I would have put on some Marvin Gaye or something at least. Like. You got totally <laughs> weird. <laughs> I just
0: kind of like, wait, what's going on weird? Right. Hey. You'd be like, well, that's really keeping
1: all, all I want to say is she's a good follow on <laughs> Twitter at dot com. Not com. No, that's well, her she's it's her name.com. But screw her name. Go to our go to our website, shooteranthstash.com.
0: You're worse than me right now. And where are you coming from?
1: I'll just post pictures of her on there.
0: Awkward. Welcome to Shooter and
1: the Stalker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's weird because that makes it sound like I'm Stalker. Man. You are Welcome the Stalker. to the Stash and the Stalker.
1: Um, Alright, well, well, we'll end on a high note there. <laughs> oh, yes. Of stalking lightning reporters. I'm sure the lightning will like that since we have no affiliation with them whatsoever and make really ridiculous videos, so... Sign us off with your creepy uh, music and tell the tell us one more time where that watch party is. Because if you listen <laughs> to this whole hour, then you better show up and hang out with us to watch the that's lightning right, beat, right. beat the Red Wings.
0: Well, once again, next Tuesday, the 15th right? Yeah. <laughs> of oh, November, I had to look up the calendar, at Brass Tap Oldsmar, that's on Tampa Road, and... Uh, at 7.30, the puck drops. The party starts at 7. Though. We have $2 tacos and $3 paradise pints.
1: And what kind of music are we going to play? <laughs> See
0: you next week, Tampa Bay! Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Shooter in the Stash Podcast, Podcast, Podcast.